We talk about a lot of stupid stuff here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on ESPN Milwaukee, but I feel like that last conversation really took the cake. It's like it was competing against itself for how ridiculous could we get, which is why I feel like we have to start this next segment with an apology to Jim Polzine from the Wisconsin State Journal, joining the show now, columnist for your Wisconsin Badgers. Jim, I apologize if hanging out with us this morning at all affects your credibility going forward. Well, there's not much credibility to begin with. I'm afraid to ask, but what did I miss? Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what I have to say. If you missed any of the last segment, find it on Wisconsin On Demand, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, I am here in Indianapolis. You are here in Indianapolis. This is where Big Ten Media Days is underway. Badgers don't take the podium until tomorrow but we want to preview the season before we get to that and look i gotta start here right so much of success at the college football level at the nfl level is about quarterback play why should badgers fans believe that graham mertz is the guy that can get this done that's a great question because i keep telling people that i think it's going to happen i don't i don't know that i expect him to like all of a sudden morph into us this year but i do think there'll be And, and part of that is just kind of based on history that this is his third year starting in the program. Um, typically in Wisconsin history, you see guys make jumps second and third year. So I'm basing a little bit on that. I liked what he had to say in the spring. I just saw a little bit of different confidence. I think having some new voices in the room and Bobby Engram and, and some of the other coaches did good for him, just kind of a good chance to reset. Um, but, you know, I can sit here and say that all day and he still has to do it on the field. So, yeah, we'll see because they, you know, that's he's the X factor. They, if they're going to win this division, they need him to make a, a pretty big jump this year. Jim, with Bobby Ingram taking over as offensive coordinator, is this going to be a new look? Are they going to throw it more, or is it still going to be kind of a run-heavy offense? What do you what do you think's going to What do you think's going to happen? Yeah, I don't think they're going to stray too much from what they do, and that's run the ball. But I do think you're going to see some tweaks. I think Bobby has some stuff from the NFL that. Um, and I hesitate to say this, but maybe modernize this offense a little bit. And again, I don't think that you're going to show up week one and week two and see, say, wow, this is completely different. I, I don't think that's the case, but I think he'll modernize it a little bit. And I don't know if they'll throw the ball more. I mean, you still, you still have Braylon Allen in the backfield. You still have Chesham Malusi. You've got a pretty good one-two punch there. Um, I expect the offensive line to be better. So I think they're going to run the ball, but you have to throw this. You have to throw the ball, college football, and any kind of to win. Um, so I think they have to be more efficient in that area for sure. Jim, should football fans in the state of Wisconsin be more concerned about the Packers wide receivers or the Badgers wide receivers? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I guess I can answer it this way: is that Aaron Rodgers makes people look much better than they are, and I don't think Graham Mertz has, has earned that label yet. So. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not all concerned about the Wisconsin receivers. Shamiri DK is a is a good one. I in the spring liked. There's like four other candidates that are young and talented: Skylar Bell, Marcus Allen, Dean Engram, um, Keonta Lewis, is a transfer from UCLA. I think we saw flashes from all those guys in the spring. But again, it's the spring. It's hard to tell. We won't know until September. Um, I like that group. I don't know that it's going to be great this season, but I like the fact that young and um, have feelings, so I, I like the future of that position. 
Jim Polzine from the Wisconsin State Journal joining Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning. We're talking about the Badgers in advance of Big Ten Media Days, which get underway in the next few hours here in Indianapolis. Okay, look, as long as you've got Jim Leonard on the defensive side of the ball and he's running things, I think you feel pretty good about what that side of the ball can do. But you lost some talent there. How do they feel... Do they feel confident replacing some of those guys who've moved on, or do they feel like it's going to be a struggle to get that level of production out of the new guys? I think they're pretty confident. I, I, I agree with you totally. I think there's it's a little bit of an underrated line that um, people just kind of expect them to pick up where they left off because of the guy who calls the plays. And, and, and Jim Leonard certainly earned that by being a great defensive coordinator through his time at Wisconsin. Um, but I think there's going to be some challenges. You know, it, you don't lose a guy like Jack Sanborn and Leo Chanel, two guys in the middle, um, as playmakers and, and not have someone pick up the slack. You know, that Nick Herbig on the outside, I think he's a really good player. I think a guy like Keanu Benton uh, at nose tackle is going to have to take a step forward. Um, but, they, you know, they, they've got in the back end even. They've got guys like, you know, guys who played a lot of football here. Fayon Hicks, Caesar Williams, Scott Nelson. Those guys are no longer around. So you're looking at a lot of new faces. The one thing I'll say is, you know, paid guys in really at all three pretty well. So you, you're not talking about guys coming in who haven't played for the most part. Um, so I, I, I think again, you got to kind of trust the developmental nature of this program, and I think that's why I don't expect a huge drop off. But it's definitely something to watch because, you know, as bad as this offense was last year, you could always rely on the defense kind of picking it up and keeping it close. And if if that doesn't happen, um, you know, then you're looking at a completely different. Uh, outlook for this program. Jim, I know this is a little bit down the line, but when UCLA and USC enter the Big Ten, are they going to reshuffle the two sides? or how do, how do you see this playing out? Yeah, I mean, there's already talk about getting rid of the division um, that was before this expansion you know, announcement came, so I think you're going to see more of that in college football. It's just kind of one giant uh, grouping of teams, and it's it has the you know it has the chance of getting sloppy because you can't have balanced scheduling if you have 16 teams and uh, eight or nine game conference schedules. So you're going to have kind of uneven scheduling, and how do you determine who plays in the league championship? Game? There even is a league championship game. I mean, if you want to go really crazy here and look five years down the road, if there's super conferences. Um, there just might not be league championship games and you know, send three or four teams to the playoffs. And in that case, you probably don't need divisions or want divisions. Um, I don't know how it's going to work out. I'm, I'm, I'm as curious as anybody to see kind of how you have two teams that are really out, out on an island in, in UCLA and USC and um, how the breakdown is of who plays who and, and how much those teams travel. Because they're really at a disadvantage in terms of having to spend a lot of time in the air to get to a lot of places in the Big Ten. So I'm anxious to see how it plays out, and I just don't know that that stuff's probably talked about, but certainly I'm not sure they figured out because there's another domino that could drop in that Notre Dame, and if Notre Dame joins, then there's probably another team that could have joined somewhere down the line. So I think they'd like to get settled on exactly how many teams are in this league before they start talking about how the breakdown of Um, scheduling slash division slash, you know, what it all looks like. Jim, with the Big Ten Media Days, of course, the media voting on who they think is going to win the conference, who are going to win each uh, the respective divisions, and the Badgers were voted by the media to win the Big Ten West. That came out yesterday. 
Are the Badgers actually the best team in the Big Ten West, or is it a situation where you just kind of look around and it's like, well, well, Wisconsin's pretty good every year. I guess we'll pick Wisconsin to win the West. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's right, Gabe. I, I think part of it is, if not Wisconsin, then who? I mean, there's just no obvious choice to me. Um, I I did a column last week and tried to kind of analyze where each program is, the state of each program, and um, a lot of these. A lot of these programs look the same in the West. You know, Wisconsin's coming off a quote-unquote for them, right? Um, and yet people still think they're going to win the league. Iowa won the title last year, uh, but lost a lot of guys, and their offense still struggles. Minnesota is, you know, kind of in middle land where um, very competitive team, but are they ready to take the step and win a division title? Purdue had is coming off one of its best seasons in a while, um, and yet I think people are skeptical that they can win a title. And there's Nebraska, which only won one Big Ten game last year and yet seems kind of poised for a breakout at some point, maybe. Who knows? Um, or else maybe Scott Frost isn't back at this thing next year. So I just I just listed five teams that I think all could be um, the last one standing in the end, and yet I'm not, I'm, I'm not confident in any of them. Um, certainly I, I can't pick a, a clear favorite, A, and I would not – think any of them are capable of beating Ohio State in a Big Ten game if it, you know, if it gets to that point. Jim Polzine from the Wisconsin State Journal. Jim, at what point does Wisconsin need to make the college football playoff in order to be a successful season? It feels like for a long time it has been, well, they get to a New Year's Bowl, well, they're in the Big Ten title game, and that's really, really great, but at some point they have to take that next step. How many years do you think we got here? Uh, you know, Chris, what is he, seven years into his tenure now? Do they need to get to a college football playoff to validate everything that's going on there in Madison? Yeah, I think if you look at Wisconsin's reputation, um, it's it's a consistent winner, sustained success over really twenty years, twenty plus years now. Um, but I think if you know if you ask anybody outside of Wisconsin to kind of list your blue bloods or list your top seven to eight teams, Wisconsin probably doesn't make that list for the exact reasons you you say that they haven't gotten over the hump and 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 gotten to a playoff. Um, so they probably need to do that. I don't know that I see that on the near horizon, to tell the truth. Um, I just think Ohio State has separated itself from, uh, you know, Wisconsin and others. I think Michigan made a step last year. We'll see if they can sustain their success. Penn State's always Penn State. is going to recruit at a higher level than Wisconsin and the other teams in the West. So I don't know that Wisconsin is close to getting there. Now, like I mentioned before, I think at some point this playoff is going to expand, um, which will make it easier to get there. I don't know that that makes it any easier to, you know, the next step is going to be, well, when's Wisconsin going to win it all? And I, I don't think they're any closer to that either. I just think it's, you know, you talk about the Alabama and Georgias and Clemsons. Um, they are a couple steps above a team like Wisconsin. And then a lot of that just boils down to recruiting. And, you know, Wisconsin has not recruited the same level as those powerhouse teams, nor do I see that changing. I just, I, I don't know. I, and that's not a Paul Chris thing. That's, that's, criticizing him. Um, Barry Alvarez when he was here didn't agree at that high level that Bielema, you know, none of those none of these guys a lot of it comes down to geography, I think. Uh, and Wisconsin just hasn't gotten to that point, nor do I see it happening anytime soon. Would NIL change that though, Jim? What's your and, and what's your take on that? I mean we heard from the SEC coaches that are complaining that it's Thunderdome wouldn't that help Wisconsin in recruiting if they had some alum that went out and helped them recruit? Because it seems like they can do that now. 
Yeah, this is so. This is a great question and one that I've always kind of wanted to explore more. Um, I, for you know, we know who some of the Wisconsin's big boosters are, um, but I think the booster culture at Wisconsin, from what just just me looking in from the outside, is a little bit different than down south. I think it means more to those boosters um, at Georgia and Alabama and LSU and Texas A&M. I think they're willing to spend to win where. Whereas the people I know, you know, I'm not speaking for every booster, but the people I know, they're not they're not willing to take that giant step and pay for the sake of winning. They still want the complete student athlete, and um, so you hear this a lot. And I know a lot of people roll their eyes, but the Wisconsin way, it's just a little bit different. They, you know, they're they're not willing to take these giant risks and and do it all for the sake of winning. So I, I don't know that I see, I understand what you're saying, Chewy. Like I, there's, there's the chance for the NIL to kind of expand and, and go get who you want to get. But we saw it a little bit with the Caleb Williams thing in the, in over this winter, this off season, um, Wisconsin was willing to put together a NIL package. Its boosters were willing to put together an NIL package that, that was, you know, competitive. It probably, you know, got closer or, or win over seven figures, but then a school like USC comes in and can offer him, you know, $2.5 million in, in NIL incentives. Um, and it's like, how do you match that if you're Wisconsin? You know, I, I, I just don't know that there's the appetite to, to go that big. And, you know, I'll, let me, I know it's been a long-winded answer, but let me close by saying this. Wisconsin's got a collective now, the Varsity Collective. Um, they announced it a month and a half or so ago. But we just did a story a couple weeks ago. They we don't know much more about this collective than we did when they launched it. There's, there's a lot of questions that are still to be answered. I think there's a lot of things that are still working out. Um, and, and so I don't know how thorough or how, you know, real this collective actually is until we hear more. So I'm interested in learning more about Jim, before we let you go, Vegas has the over-under for Wisconsin at eight and a half wins on the football season. Are you going over or are you going under? I'm going to go over, but not overly confident. Yeah, I mean, you look at their schedule. It's, it's to me, it's, it's they have seven games at home that I think they should win all those. So you're really talking about, can they win two road games? They play at Ohio state. I don't see that happening. They go to Iowa, Northwestern, uh, Nebraska and Michigan state. So can they win two? Games? I think they can. I think they can beat Northwestern and maybe still one of those. Maybe nine and three. Seasons. Um, but probably, Gets you depending on tiebreakers a chance to win the West, um, but I don't know. It's going to be tough. like the schedule is is challenging. And let's go back to the very first question about Gamert. A lot comes down to him. Like I, I hate to put this entire season on one player because I think there are other players and and position groups that need to step up this year. But you know, quarterback important, and and he needs to take a step forward. He's Jim Polzine from the Wisconsin State Journal, columnist there. He'll be at Big Ten Media Days this week covering your Wisconsin Badgers. Thanks for taking the time, Jim. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.